Hey folks, welcome to episode three of the Erasable Podcast, the one and only podcast devoted to wooden pencils. What? What? We're, we're calling this episode Into Pencil Dance Day because today is National Pencil Day. Special episode. Uh, we've got some special giveaway action happening as well as our general pencil chat. So we're uh, happy to be here, happy that you are back for episode three. Uh, this is Tim Wassum from the Writing Arsenal, and I'd like to introduce my co-hosts. Uh, the man who puts the woe in Wopex, <laughs> Commandant Johnny Gamber from Pencil Revolution. Hey, Johnny. Golden Tog. <laughs> and the man with the Rambo-style ammo belt full of bullet pencils. <laughs> yes, thank you. How are you guys doing? We're great. I, uh, I woke up to pencils today. I woke up to a uh, text message from uh, from Johnny saying, "Hey, turn on CBS Sunday morning." Yeah, me and too. they they ran that uh, they ran that segment from oh, 2011, 2012 that Moraka did about pencils. Oh, they they had a a little new segment on the beginning where they stole all Tim's research. Yeah, exactly. The uh, the hundred thousand dollar bomb uh, patent. Yep. Yep. Well, he stole it right out from under me. That's terrible. They're ob- obviously listening to the podcast. Charles Osgood is a thief. <laughs> I, I, I could see Morocco listening to our podcast. That's true. I'll I'll tell Morocco. I'll, I'll tweet at him after we're done to to listen in. Yeah, that's awesome. Have us in New York. We could be on the show. Hey, yeah. <laughs> uh, I won't wear a bow tie and try to compete with Charles, though. <laughs> you compete with him well. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Ah, well, uh, so today, before we get into our giveaway action, I want to just do some general, uh, general, what we were calling random points, but we are now redubbing as fresh points. These are our, our uh, pencil-related points from the week, things we want to bring up, maybe about last week's episode, maybe about something totally new that we haven't even touched on. So uh, we're going to start with that, and Andy, would you uh, get us started? Absolutely. Um, uh, I just wanted to mention... Um, we we went an hour and a half last week, which was awesome. But uh, it's mostly because we had you know three different main topics. We could have easily made that three different episodes. So uh, we got a couple comments that we were running kind of long, um, and I just you know wanted to let everybody know that we probably won't be running that long all of the time. Um, although if a topic calls for it, we might be. So uh, we don't want to necessarily constrain ourselves, but definitely uh, definitely. Tune in and, and expect just some long-winded people. So um, I've had my uh, Baron Fig notebook now for um, probably at least a couple weeks. I can't remember exactly when I got it. The, I ordered it the day it went on sale um, to the public. Um, and I know you guys are familiar with the Baron Fig notebook. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if the readers are, or I guess listeners, not readers. I'm used to blogging, blogging language. Um <laughs> It's a it's a really nice um, little uh, notebook that is about kind of moleskin size. It's a little bit fatter and a little bit shorter than a moleskin. Uh, a few more pages. Um, it's something that is just kind of came out of a, a really successful Kickstarter project, and it's it's one of those things where these guys put a whole 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 lot of thought into a notebook, and it definitely shows. Um, I. I really like it so far. One of the one of the nicest things about it is, is it does indeed lay flat. Um, that was kind of one of their their big points. They I'm left handed, so I'm often just resting my hand on um, just on the page. Um, and one thing about the moleskins I'm not a big fan of is it's really hard to kind of get that to lay flat without just breaking the spine. Um, this thing does that more, and I think it may be because. And guys, help me out here. Is it are they called signatures? Is that what the like the little sheath of paper inside is called? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that maybe it has more signatures than a standard notebook. I think that there, um, that there's just more of them with less pages, and I think that really kind of helps it lay flat. Hmm. Um, so it, I have used it with a fountain pen just to, you know, just to try it because you know everybody does, and you just want to make sure it doesn't bleed. But um, it it holds up really well with two fountain pens I've used. I don't have any broad nib fountain pens. Um, I usually use a narrow or medium. Uh, so it doesn't really bleed through, but, uh, it's, you know, it works like a champ with pencils. Uh, even my, you know, darkest, softest pencil, uh, that I use regularly, a Blackman classic, um, works really well on it and you just can't see it through on the, on the other side. Um, so I'll, I'll post some more reviews to the blog, but kind of the biggest thing that I noticed is uh, the dot grid. I actually apparently have never used a dot grid before. 
Um, yeah. I, I thought for sure that I had. Uh, I thought that I had the field notes that had the dot grid, but apparently I don't. <laughs> I haven't uh, used one until recently either, actually. Yeah. And, until about two months ago. Yeah. It's, to me, it's a little disconcerting. I, I, it's really weird. I, I love a, a, like a regular grid notebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to this dot grid and I was writing and I was like, this is really weird. I feel like these dots are too close together. Like I, I was being really kind of like held in by, by the writing. And I was like, I can't write this small. I'm being really kind of fenced in. Um, and then I, I measured it and, uh, each, each dot is, um, uh, five millimeters away from its from its you know vertical and horizontal counterparts so uh you get two uh two dots per cent per uh centimeter and am i doing that yeah that's i don't know how to use the metric system um (laughs) so and so i took that and I, i measured that against a like a rhodia grid and then also a field notes grid and they're both also five millimeters so i don't know if it's just not i don't have that you know those lines there to just kind of help help keep me on track but i'm it's going to take some getting used to with this dot grid i think that's kind of what i what i figured and i'm i'm definitely not somebody who you know writes super free form like i usually if i can help it i don't get a just a blank journal uh just because i sort of write it a slant and i like to i like somebody to tell me where i need to keep my my writing uh in the lines um and this is this is just kind of a little weird for me, so I'll I'll get over it. It's a really nice notebook. I like to carry it around. Um, it has a it's beautiful. I just love the styling on it, and I love the bright yellow um, bookmark. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, and I've actually refrained from reading too many other other reviews out there. I read one, um, but the first one that came out I read, but then I kind of avoided the other ones just because I didn't want them to influence my review. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping before the next episode to have that review up on Wood Clinched. Just a Make sure I know. I mean, I, I know which notebook you're talking about. And I've seen it, but it originally was a Kickstarter, right? It was. Yep, it was a, a Kickstarter among some design students, and they were uh, mostly like the the thesis of what they were doing was they wanted they wanted to just kind of design something to per- perfection, and they just kind of designed what you know what they thought was was perfection as far as a notebook goes. So, I mean, I can get on board with that. It's a, it has a few more pages than a, um, than a moleskin. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few of the back pages are perforated. So you can kind of like write down notes or directions and pull them out. Um, it's super hipster name, the Baron fig, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's really cool. It's, it's, uh, I, I feel just really hipster when I talk about my, uh, my Warby Parker glasses and my Baron Fig notebook. And It'd be even more hipster <laughs> if it was Baron and Fig. Yes, Baron and Fig. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's a, you know, it's a really nice notebook. And I have a lot of respect for the guys who, who put it together. Because I know that it was definitely a labor of love. Yeah, I've seen that box. The box is really pretty. Yeah, yeah, the packaging just, you know, fits super tight. It's really nice. Um, I can say one the, the one review that I did read said that the spine was really creaky. Um, just because I think that, you know, it's you know, a little bit extra reinforced in order to make sure those pages don't fall out. Um, and that'll probably work itself out after Yeah, a while. yeah. But at first I was like, I hope that I'm not, you know, just going to break this notepart, notebook apart. So, so far it's held together. I've been really impressed by it. I, I wish that it had a place to put like a little pencil loop and mm-hmm. like a little strap to put the, you know, put over the uh-huh. cover. Um, just because it's, uh, because it lays flat, sometimes when it's been laying flat for a while, it's hard to kind of close back up fully. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually I just put it in a bag or something and it's fine. Cool. Yeah. It's a nice notebook. I uh, I hope that we can, you know, we can do an episode eventually just about all of our favorite paper. Like, I think that probably most of our listeners know what that is. But I definitely think a paper episode should be in our future. Oh, most uh, definitely. Or near future. Like three episodes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm actually a blank paper guy. Mm. I, I just love blank paper and probably part of it is because my handwriting and that could be an episode too, handwriting. Mm. I just, uh, I love writing, I writing, writing cursive. I retaught myself how to write cursive in college. Mm-hmm. And so I just don't like to have, uh, too much going on. I like to be able to just write, uh, without any thing in my way or, yeah. or anything like guiding me personally, even if it does kind of sway or, yeah. <laughs> or rock up and down. I kind of like that sometimes, but I guess I'm jumping into a new episode that we no, no don't have to talk about it right now, but yeah. I definitely, definitely want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. My my handwriting is atrocious, and I I actually can't I I can't write block letters unless I'm really really thinking about it. Like I, I'm definitely very much entrenched in cursive, but mm. in sort of like a 
like an incomprehensible way. <laughs> Illegible way, I guess I should say. So, so yeah. Um, so the other thing I kind of wanted to mention, my, my last point was, um, I think I mentioned this in the first episode and I'm, uh, I, I was talking about how there's a guy in the Philippines who hasn't tweeted for, um, probably about three or four years, uh, who had the name wood clinched on Twitter. Oh yeah. And so I, uh, I found him on Facebook. I Googled his name and I found that he, he lives in the Philippines. I sent him a Facebook message. And, you know, if you're not friends or have any kind of network connections with somebody, it files your uh, Facebook um, private messages into a, um, like an other folder that you don't really get a notification on. So I sort of just, you know, crossed my fingers that someday he would check that. And as I was driving home from work on, on Thursday, um, I got a little notice that he did indeed check that. And he responded. And I, I asked him very, very nicely. I was like, hey, um, I have this blog called Wood Clinched. And I see that you don't really use this Twitter account. Would you let me use it? I, you know, this isn't a money-making venture. I can't pay you. I can send you some cool pencils. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he finally responded. He's like, oh, yeah, absolutely, sure. I, I'm not using it. Uh, Wood Clinched was the name of my band from 2001 to 2004. Oh, I was going to say, I was wondering <laughs> how he came up with that yeah so I, I actually tried googling and i cannot find it i was totally going to do this big thing about wood clinch the band but i'm gonna i think i'm gonna send him a message and ask him for a video or something because i would you like need, to we need to get him to write our theme music oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah he was super nice about it and uh keel if you are for some reason listening to this thank you very much i i now have wood clinched on twitter and i'm not quite sure what to do with it yet because i'm very much just used to tweeting as myself when it comes to wood clinch stuff mm. but it could at least just be a just a you know a twitter repository of episodes and stuff yeah, both of your guys are uh, Twitter accounts are kind of a combination of you know your own personal stuff and stuff happening on your blog. Yeah, I mine was I actually had one. I still have one. that's just uh, like a personal one at Tim Wassum. Yeah, that I realized over time that the people that I followed and the people I interacted with weren't uh, real people. <laughs> like it was you know, mostly mostly news sources and baseball information, stuff like that. And then the people who I knew who were following me and things are not people I really talked to very much. And so I started the blog, started this new Twitter account and realized that these great people in the pen and pencil community were very interactive. And so I was getting to talk to people. And so I just kind of turned that into my main one. Yeah. Because that was where most of my interacting was happening. It's funny. Yeah, so. It's funny how all these just kind of analog fans are definitely very digitally savvy and, <laughs> and well-oriented. <laughs> yeah. When sure. I when I worked for Pencils.com briefly and we were really trying to just figure out our core audience and understand our demographics, that was that was always the thing that just surprised us the most was, you know, these people love pencils and pencils are very, very analog and kind of old fashioned and and we have a lot of like Twitter interaction. That's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, that's a I, I, shameless plug here. Follow me on Woodclinched if you want. Uh, if you don't want, you, you know, follow me on a-, a Wellfully, and I'll probably just talk about the same things because I, I really don't. I'm a by by profession, I write social media strategies, but I don't have a particular strategy for for myself for this. So. <laughs> you need to get somebody else to write you a strategy. Exactly. We'll we'll, we'll crowdsource it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's all of my fresh points. All right, Johnny, you want to pick up from there? Sure. Um, I assume most people that listen to this podcast listen to The Pen Addict. And um, Brad was talking a lot about the new field notes, the Shelterwoods. Did you guys get yours yet? Um, mine is uh, on. Mine has just been loaded into a truck for delivery that will happen tomorrow. Oh, cool. I have it's not. Uh, I actually, and it's been 12, 13 days since I ordered them, and I haven't gotten a shipping notification. But I. I, I assumed it was kind of fluke sort of thing, and I actually tweeted about it today, and Field Notes responded. Yeah, they were great about that. Yeah, and Real I felt bad because I, I was kind of joking about it. I, I made a comment on Twitter saying, uh, I haven't gotten mine yet, still no shipping notification, or are they just trying to get more color subscribers? Because that's how I was feeling. I was like, oh, I should I should just subscribe to the color, <laughs> get the color <laughs> subscription so I'll get it sooner. Um, and then they responded, and re- they were really nice about it, and said, you know, email us at this address, and we'll work it out for you. So I'm, I'm still... I haven't gotten them yet, but I'm sure I'll I'll get them soon because every time other time I've ordered from them, uh, it's been really quick. So I'm sure it was just a fluky thing. Yeah. So yeah, no, they sort of changed their shipping lately. They moved away from uh, USPS a lot. Yeah, mine, mine's coming via FedEx. Yeah, mine was FedEx. Like, and I got the the cheap four dollars shipping. Mm. Yeah, it took a little while, but it was only four bucks, so it's not too bad. Yeah. Mm. 
But uh, Brad was kind of critical of them. He was. And, but I, I kind of liked that he was critical of them because, yeah. like, I love Field Notes. I have most of the colors. But um, there aren't really a lot of, like, negative reviews of them around the internet. Yeah. Aside from, you know, folks being like, well, I can't use my wettest fountain pen on them. Like that. <laughs> they're, they're pocket notebooks. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I, I don't want to spoil it because you guys haven't gotten yours yet. But I feel like the last two were, like, really beautiful. And on the last episode, I talked about being really excited. But, it's like, once you hold them, you're like, uh, it's wood. This is weird. Like, <laughs> I definitely think like, they're trying to, you know... Just to, just to keep it, you know, keep it fresh and keep it different. They're just getting a little bit more kind of outside the box with their notebooks. Yeah, pushing the boundaries. Yeah, and to do that, it's definitely going to be kind of a far cry from your traditional pocket notebooks. So, I, yeah. I definitely haven't used it yet to see, you know, if Brad's on point. But I, I completely can understand that because they're definitely real weird compared to, you know, some of their other ones. Yeah, they're cool, but I, yeah. I sort of get the impression that they know a large percentage of this. Uh, these 75,000 aren't going to be opened or used like ever. Yeah. They looked at, drilled over, worshipped, whatever yeah. people do. But uh, it's weird. Like, I feel like sometimes their quality control is a little... Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, every time I open a three-pack, there's one with like chewed up corners. Mm. And uh, one of mine has a crack in it. Mm. Like, okay. I mean, it still works. I don't care. I'll tear it up anyway. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I, I'm, I was really happy that somebody was less than worshipful. Yeah, this time it's, around was, he was worshipful, I guess, about the looks. He's saying that like the idea of yeah, it, I mean, they looked it was really, really great, and he thought they were maybe the are like I, I forget how he said it, but essentially artistically they were very impressive, mm-hmm. just as far as u- usability. They weren't uh, the paper is really nice. I'm going to use all mine, mm-hmm. but um, you know, it's like you take it out of your pocket and it's like and it open opens. <laughs> so if you're like sitting at a coffee shop outside, you have to put something on top of it so it doesn't take off. Take flight, but I, my my daughter has hers. We I woke her up from her nap so we could go open them. And she was very excited. She's already filled up half of one, which is probably more than most people who've bought them so far. <laughs> but uh, I mean, she likes them. She's, yeah, she's almost four. Mm-hmm. She's got good taste in paper and good taste in pencils. Well, she she learns to the best. Yeah, she uh she had something some pencil I gave her and she goes well daddy you know I'm all about the Staedtler Norris <laughs> oh, oh. that's sort of hard to get in this country pencil of course of course my girl <laughs> so she picked that out so my giveaway pack when we talk about that later of course we'll have Staedtler Norris in it it's uh, chosen by chosen by the the younger gamber the cutest kid <laughs> the, the cutest gamber <laughs> uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about was that uh, yesterday, Cody Williams, who some folks might know, he makes really nice Field Notes covers, and lesser known, he makes messenger bags and stuff like that. He's on the um, the Field Nuts group. He's done a lot of uh, artwork recently yeah. on uh, Shelterwood. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw some of that, like with the landscapes. We got to and... go to write notepads yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry? Oh, with uh, with that, that Field Notes uh, artwork. He made like those uh, landscapes. On his yeah, covers, the trains. Yeah, no, he did the, uh, the trains. The oh, train. Yeah, okay, was, he did the trains. That was somebody else yeah. who did the ones you were talking about. Those yeah. are really cool too. Mm-hmm. But um, we showed up there on like a rainy day. They were uh, they were binding the the uh, programs for Orioles opening day tomorrow, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. It smelled really good. But um, later in the day, we got to work the uh, or we got to watch the Heidelberg. But we got to take some cool like 19th century wooden letters and uh, mount them and put them on the rolling press and make a couple write pads notebooks with our initials and of course I made a couple that say Pencil Revolution on them. Absolutely. But uh, it's really, really, really cool to see all this stuff. Like all the stuff you see in the Field Notes videos you get to like look at it and touch it and drool over it and smell it. Mm. It's not like a part not so great. But uh, they're doing a video too. I don't know when it's coming out. They're doing a sort of promo. But uh, for all Baltimoreans, they're starting to do our neighbors, our new different neighborhoods in Baltimore, which is really cool. They call us the city of neighborhoods. So that would be neat. We'll have a hand in issue with uh, our row houses or flamingos or something. John Waters. <laughs> uh, what else? I, I don't think I'm supposed to say anything because the Etsy store is not up, but... Um, I got a really cool cover from uh, Cody. He knows I don't use leather because I'm one of those annoying vegetarians. <laughs> so I have like the brightest yellow cord. That's covered now, which is like really cool. Like I thought I'd, uh, I'd mention that cause it was on my Instagram account. So if you see that Cody made it. Yeah. Uh, that's about it about so right I, pads. I could go on and on forever. We had some good beer and good food. A lot of coffee. <laughs> of course. 
That's awesome. I, I, I wish there was just a kind of a setup like that around here. We could just kind of go and hang out on. Uh, I need to, I need to make a trip to Baltimore and just, you know, hang out at all the cool places. Yeah. Field trip. Yep. Absolutely. Well, there's a really good tattoo place around my house. We'll go get, a, go get those pencil tattoos. Yes. Talking about. <laughs> oh, Gosh, that, that has just infected my brain over the last <laughs> couple of weeks. I've been thinking about it so much. I've got two I'm ready to get. I'm just ready for it. But I just, I, I'll pull the trigger eventually, but I've been saying that for a while, I guess. A John Steinbeck reference and then a pencil reference. I'm such a what, wimp. What's the Steinbeck reference? Uh, have you ever read East of Eden? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where uh, they talk about the, the translation uh, of the Old Testament story of Cain and Abel. And there's the word, the word Timshel, which is, uh, the, I forget the name of the character, but his uh, main character is kind of servant. The Asian guy who goes to San Francisco and learns this uh learns how to translate or sees these people who are learning how to translate Hebrew and Greek and they come to this conclusion that Tim Schill means thou mayest which is saying like you can be great and you can be a good person if you choose um, mm-hmm. so so that was that's the one Tim Schill which I've been wanting to get ever since I read the book just popped out also your name is Tim yeah <laughs> which, I, which I, I'm sort of sensitive to and I don't think I'm gonna get I'm, I think I'm gonna get it in the Hebrew actually, so that I don't have my name tattooed to my arm. Cause that's <laughs> uh, so it'll be in the <laughs> in the, the Hebrew, and then the other one. I gotta say, I this just kind of came up as a joke, but it's really stuck. The logo that Andy you put together for Erasable, the, mm-hmm. the three pencils, the uh, sort of like our skull and crossbones version. Yeah, I'm actually considering that because really, that, yeah, just because that's. I mean, pencils first bonus. Uh, but the, also the pencils you chose are like my three favorite pencils. So wow, well that that would that would be awesome. I, I would be super excited to tell uh, tell to, <laughs> Tony, my friend Tony, who designed those pencils. Were you thinking the like the asterisk that I that I have for like the Twitter avatar? Yes, that's yes. cool. Yeah, it's the one with the the Blackwing, the Palomino, and the Field Notes pencil. Yeah. Okay. No, that would that that would be that would be amazing. I, so I'll, I'll let you know. If that yeah. Oh man, that's. I feel the pressure now. I'm I'm really not a tattoo guy. Like just myself personally, I don't care if other people get it, yeah. but I, I, I really hate needles. I guess I should mention that those two tattoos are going to go on my right cheek and my left cheek. Is what I was thinking, but <laughs> not really. But. Yeah. I, I think a good neck tattoo is in order. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna get like a Mike Tyson yeah. style tattoo. Yeah. Just a pencil going down the side of my face. <laughs> tattoo a pencil on your ear, uh, by behind your ear. <laughs> <laughs> Shave your head. <laughs> well, uh, I guess my first fresh point for the day is I, I'll start by asking you all a question. Have you ever gotten a pencil day gift? Yeah. Oh no. Not for not for March thirtieth, no. That's National true. Pencil Day gift. Well, so my my parents found out that I was doing this podcast, uh, <laughs> and they came over today, or we had lunch together, and they immediately said, "Hey, happy pencil, uh, happy pencil day," and I thought, "Well, that's kind of weird how they know that." And they <laughs> found out they listened to the podcast and actually had listened to part of it, uh, and then my mom slides across the table a. Vintage box of Dixon Ticonderoga mediums. Mm. It says "Happy Pencil Day." It's your pencil day gift. So I got a I got a pencil day gift today. That's awesome. Uh, awesome. It's pretty cool. Wow. So my my aunt was a my great aunt was an artist, and so my mom my mom's an artist as well. So she had inherited all of my aunt's my great aunt's uh, art tools, and she found out about my blog, uh, and also about the. I told her about the blog, and then she found out about the the podcast, and then looked through her things and found those pencils and brought them today. So it was pretty cool. It's the the bo- boxes in like perfect condition. There were five of these uh, Ticonderoga mediums hmm. in there, which was just neat. That was just a, a, a fun thing today. So I've been writing with it uh, all day today. A little light for my taste, being a medium, but yeah, uh, it's cool nonetheless. So that was uh, that's kind of a cool thing that happened today. Um, the one other thing I wanted to mention, which kind of piggybacks what Johnny was saying about Shelterwood, and then we talked about the Shelterwood artwork. I found out about some awesome Shelterwood artwork uh, this past this past week uh, from a Twitter account that's uh, it's at Sam Larson, S A M L A R S O N. Actually, I take that back. It's his Instagram account is at Sam Larson, uh, and he put together. Uh, he he's done three now. He came out with a new one 
three uh, pieces of artwork that were done on the cover of Shelterwood. Uh, one is a mountain range, and it looks like he did it with some kind of marker. I'm not sure really exactly what it was. Uh, he has a picture of all of his Shelterwoods with one of their bit clicks, the, the Field Notes bit click, sitting mm-hmm. below it. I don't think that's what he used to make this. I think he used some really nice fine point markers, but uh, one of them is a mountain range. He did another that has a bear and a tree on it, and then mm-hmm. another one that is a buffalo, and I think it was a feather. These are gorgeous. They're amazing. Yeah, they're just yeah. unbelievable, and they'll definitely be in the show notes for you to check out. Uh, this guy did, does some amazing work. Um, is he going to sell these, do you think? I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. I, I really uh, am not sure, and I, I should uh, dig back to when I posted them uh, and find the and thank the person who sent these to me because he... Uh, tag me in it on Instagram. I can't get to it right now, but I'll put his account in the show notes as well because he posts some really cool pen and pencil stuff and he's been uh, really supportive and given us some good questions and I apologize for not remembering off the top of my head uh, what his name is. But I love these little tiny, smaller than a penny uh, drawings that he's done. Oh, uh, I didn't see those. Look, looking back through his uh, Instagram, he has a few of them that he has just like a little piece of buffalo artwork that's um, like literally smaller than Lincoln's head on a penny. Oh, and, wow. Uh, yeah, that's super neat. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, so I think everybody should check those out just on the subject of shelter wood. Uh, maybe they're not very utilitarian and usable sometimes, but uh, there's some really cool stuff being done uh, with art, the, uh, the covers as far as putting some artwork on there. So you should definitely uh, check those out. Uh, oh. the, the the account actually I should mention the guy the guy who told me about him uh, his account on Instagram is Chris B F U so C H uh, R I S B F U uh, he posts some uh, some cool stuff cool videos and pictures and he's the one who tipped me off on that so so all of you people who are hoarding the shelter notes you know who you are uh, you should uh, do something cool with them like this. <laughs> shelter wood you mean you said shelter notes oh shelter wood yes <laughs> yes uh, my last my last point um i was on a trip this week i was in atlanta went to got to go to utrecht went Yay. to staples which is very uh exotic for me because we don't have a staples here so i was able <laughs> to get some wopex um pencils and when I was there, I used pencils pretty much the whole time. And I use fountain pens now and then, uh, but I used pencils the whole time I was there. I came back, pulled out my fountain pens, and had this comedy of errors 30 minutes where I was <laughs> spilling ink all over my hand. I had like four colors of ink spilled all over my hand. <laughs> I got, I've been using pencils for so long that it made me just think. I, I found myself putting them down and saying, screw it, and picked up a pencil. And was like, I'm going to just do this pencil rather than fight with with these fountain pens. And it made me appreciate my pencils for National Pencil Day. So I just wanted to point that out. Um, I I love fountain pens, uh, but I love pencils more, I think. Johnny Uh, and I will pull you fully to the dark side very soon. Yeah, no, I yeah, kick I, it to the curb, man. Yeah, no, I, Sell it. I, you can buy some pencils. That's I could I could buy two boxes of Mono One Hundreds with, but uh, some of these pens. But go. I had this realization that I don't have to deal with that kind of thing with a pencil. You don't get all the cool colors, but uh, if I pick up a pencil, it's gonna write no matter what. And that's a I remember watching a video with I'm not gonna get his name right because it's 20 minutes long, but the Count Faber. Castell, whatever yes. his name is. <laughs> that guy, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he makes a comment. It was the first time I had heard somebody make this comment, but he says you can put, a, put away a pencil and you can pick it up 20 years later and it's going to write. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First time, yeah. obviously. It's not going to dry out. So it's going to write, which I have these new, these old black wings, original Eberhard Weber black wings that are a perfect example of that. Um, and it's just, just wanted to voice my appreciation for the fact that pencils uh, do not need Good pencils do not need to be wrestled with. Yeah. You pick them up, you sharpen them, and you write with them. Uh, you don't have to rinse them out. You don't, you don't have to soak them in sudsy water. You don't have to use lava soap on your hands afterwards <laughs> so, you, so you don't look like you've been finger painting. But Some, Sometimes when I get graphite on my, my, my uh, side of my palm, I'll actually use an eraser and <laughs> erase it right <laughs> off of my palms. So. There's actually... It's a uh, while I was in Atlanta, I 
was thinking about this fountain pen thing because my uncle is actually a fountain pen person. I didn't learn this until uh, like six months ago, but he was showing me some awesome fountain pens. And I was looking at inks because it got me thinking about ink again. And Diamine, my favorite ink company, mm-hmm. has an ink called Graphite. Hmm. It looks, you know, it's like a dark gray. Like, it's a dark gray that looks just like a, like a deep dark pencil marking. Wow. So I was like, yeah, maybe I'll get that if I ever use. <laughs> use pens like in school or when I'm signing things, but it's diamond graphite. That's oh. neat. So, well, that that's it for me. I fear that I rambled a little bit. No problem there, but uh, I don't. What do you guys say we get to the giveaway? Let's do it. Sure. So we should probably kind of go and each each one of us will explain our our pack and then you know choose our winners. Does that sound yeah. good to you? Yeah, sounds great. Okay. Um, who wants to go first? I can start. I'll just I'll just go ahead and get it out. I've been talking. I'll go ahead and get mine out of the way. And I kind of talked about mine last week. So yeah, um, I, I switched it a little bit from what I said last week. Uh, if you get the Tim's Picks pencil pack, you are going to get the General Sunny Hex, you know, the yellow uh, number two pencil from Generals. Uh, beautiful pencil, really reliable pencil. The Musgrave Testing One Hundred, which is one of my very favorites, very soft, uh, and it. Apparently has some sort of some brand of magic inside that'll help you do better on uh, <laughs> standardized tests. I believe. Yeah, they're very fragrant they, too. They are. Yeah, they're really strong. Um, I sniff them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Said that aloud. <laughs> the third, the Stetler, or Stetler Wopex, which Johnny tipped me off onto, and I bought some this weekend, and just really love them, and I love sharpening them. They're very fun to sharpen with a hand sharpener or like a pocket sharpener. Um, I got a Coom single point or a single hole sharpener at Utrecht this weekend, and I found myself just using the Wopex over and over again so that I could sharpen it because I love <laughs> sharpening. Uh, also, a General Cedar Point, which is a, a a natural hexagonal pencil that I enjoy using with my sweaty hands. Uh, that also Johnny recommended and i ended up getting at a michael's uh, so there's one of those a palomino blackwing the original classic it's very dark buttery smooth pencil is the the first blackwing that palomino came out with before they came out with the 602 and then the pearl uh yeah those are those are the the five and then there i might might throw a couple bonus pencils in there uh i've got a some Murado Black Warriors that I really love and a Home Depot Carpenter pencil that I really want to ship out uh, to our lucky winners. So so that's it for me. All right. Do you want to, do you want to select your two winners or should we, uh, should we do that all together at the end? Let's do it all together at the end. That sounds exciting. Perfect. (laughs) Um, in my, in my pack, I, um, I have a, uh, the Statler full HB, uh, which I guess isn't really a, a wooden pencil. It's that one with uh, that's just entirely graphite that we talked about in the first episode. Um, so I, I have one of those in there. Um, it's it's going to be an interesting experience. I'm looking forward. I'm, I'm hoping whoever gets these packs will share it online and share some of their thoughts their thoughts and experiences with it. Um, I also have a. Um, I think it's pronounced Chung Fa. It's a H, it's Chung H W A, and I uh, I could be very wrong about this, but I believe that that makes an F sound. Um, that is a Chinese pencil by the First Pencil Company, um, and this is a sixty one fifty one HB, um, which I bought these on eBay uh, quite a long time ago, and I've only recently sort of like you know brought out and started using again. And it's a really nice, solid performer, and I, I would say it's very much like a like a Dixon Ticonderoga, but of course it's uh, it's in uh, a darker, it's in a red and a black striped color. Uh, each one of the sides of the hex are in a different uh, color, and there's just some really cool Chinese writing on it and a neat little logo. So uh, this should definitely be a, and the ferrule is really cool too. It has like little, I don't even know, swirly tread marks it looks like. Um, it's, it's super neat, and it should be a good conversation starter. Um <laughs> I have. I, I really do like uh, recycled newspaper pencils. I don't think they're maybe the best performers, but I just I like the idea of them, and they're really fun to sharpen. And I used to work in a newspaper. I wanted to be a newspaper journalist when I was going through school, so I, I do like uh, 
uh, pencils made from that. Um, mm. In fact, I think up on Woodclinched, I compared this pencil to another recycled newspaper pencil, but um, I'll find the link and post it. But it's the Oban Protect Wildlife, Protect Wildlife pencil. And uh, it comes in a pack with uh, a bunch of different um, animal prints on the outside. And then the inside is all recycled newspaper. So this will be a lot of fun to sharpen um, and just kind of see how the sharpening goes. And it's a 2B, so it should be nice and dark. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, it's un, it's uh, capped instead of erasered on the end of it. So um, I have a, a turtle, oh, excuse me, a tiger one. And I th- uh, the other one's green. I think that maybe it's an alligator one or crocodile one. So I'll be sending those out. Um, and, uh, uh, Johnny, you said that those Obans were hard to find. Yeah. I'm having trouble with them lately. Huh. I really like them. My yeah. Likes them and, and they're soft. So they kind of disappear. Yeah. 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 I, um, I got the, the, this is still from a pack from back in the day when I wrote for pencil things. 2000. They're really nice. They have nice, like heft to them. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I, I just love how they make them too. They just like, you know, soak the newspaper and roll them way up and just, just squeeze all the all the moisture out of them. I've never even seen these. I'm yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll send you the link to my, my review of them. It's, it's, I, I kind of, the other one is a little bit cooler. It doesn't have a, um, it doesn't have a, um, like a wrap around the, the barrel and you just see the newspaper just right in the barrel. That's kind of neat, but cool. Um, I also, I also included, uh, not necessarily if you, if you want to use it, but if you collect pencils, I have a whole bunch of pencils that I just collect and don't use. Um, I sent you a city of Fort Wayne pencil, which is the city, uh, (laughs) where I was born and currently lives. So, uh, this has the seal of Fort Wayne on it. And it also has a signature by mayor, Tom Henry, um, which is super cool. Um, I was at an event, um, that the city was sponsoring and there were a bunch of these pencils there and I just took a bunch of them. So <laughs> sorry, other Fort Wayne people for your tax dollars going up, but I just wiped the city out of pencils. Yeah. <laughs> pencils. Yep. Uh, I didn't get that many, but a good <laughs> dozen of them. Um, I also have, I've been talking a lot lately about the Oxford helix pencils. Um, so I have a, um, one of the Oxford premium grade HB pencils, um, by helix. Uh, it has that kind of pink wood on it. It has the really nice uh, white eraser. Uh, this is my wife's pencil of choice. She she really likes this one a lot. Um, and like uh, like Tim, I also have a, a Palomino Blackwing Classic. Uh, just because if we're if we're giving pencils to the uninitiated, I think it would be good for them to kind of see how dark and buttery this is. Um, and hopefully hopefully it'll be going to somebody who does a little drawing too, because it'll definitely be really good for that. So. Um, yeah. So yeah, that is. Oh, um, this is something I should have covered in Fresh Points, but um, uh, Pencils dot com are now including one of each kind of the Black Wings in their sampler pack. Oh yeah, oh, I saw that. So uh, sampler looks great. Yeah. So uh, if anybody is interested in getting into pencils and just wants to try something, uh, invest. I think it's eight nine dollars in one of those, and that will be great. You'll you'll love that. They have lots of cool stuff in there. So that was beside the point. But uh, but yeah, that is that is that is my pencil pack. How about you, Johnny? Um, I am copying off Tim also in a different way, and of course, including a Lopex because these pencils are so awesome. Man, I got to try I, one of these. I think I'm copying off of you, probably. I think I knew that you were going to put that in. <laughs> so I think the, just... the green is like really good this time of year. It's very springy, mm-hmm. you know. And like Tim mentioned, they're really fun to sharpen. And um, I think they smell. They have a smell. It's not a cedar smell, obviously, but um, they smell like burnt wood. And I want to see if whoever we send this to also experiences that or if I'm just completely crazy. But I have them right here. And they, they smell. I'm not nuts. Uh, <laughs> next, I'm going to do a Dixon Ticonderoga Beginner's Pencil, which is different than the ones you find in stores, but I don't know how. It's just like the my first Ticonderoga, but it says Beginner's, and it just looks cooler. And they're not sharpened, which is cool. Um, I do know they, they offer these without an eraser and with an eraser. And the, my first only comes with an eraser. These have an eraser, which is gigantic and awesome. And very pink. Um, I'm including a Write Notepads and Company pencil. They're made in the U.S. Those uh, are neat looking. I think yeah, I they're really cool. I really like the, uh, the pink eraser treatment and the, uh, the, the gold-colored ferrule. Um, they're... They're wrapped in some sort of plastic. That's what the logo is on, but it's their uh, you know Pantone Red 200 uh, logo, and it's clear. I guess you could rip the plastic off if you really wanted to. I don't know why you'd want to do that. Um, but they're they're nice pencils. They're made in America and they're round, which is cool. I just realized three of mine are round. Hmm. Uh, next round, 
is the General's Layout Pencil, which I've talked about a lot. It's like great pencil. You can draw with it. You can write with it. You can pencil fight with it. I don't know why you do that. <laughs> but um, this is the new one that has a barcode on it. I don't know if anyone's ever gone to the art shop to buy General's Pencils, but they don't put any barcodes or stickers or anything. So, you know, a lot of clerks cuss under their breath. So it's ugly, but I guess I'm glad it's there for the rest of humanity. Um, I'm going to include a Statler Norris that I mentioned. Uh, the idea to say Statler Norris school pencil, which I just think is cool. Is that it's the one where there's a, a place that you can write your name on the side of it? No, they put that on like the big fat pencils. Mm. Oh, that's the I Norica, think. I think. I totally put my name on them. I think it's cool. <laughs> yeah, the Grip 2001 Jumbo has that. That's a really big space. You can actually like get a Sharpie on there. Hmm. And of course, I'm including a far, uh, Forest Choice Carpenter pencil because these are. I think they're the only cedar carpenter pencil around right now. Hmm. Yeah, the Field Notes ones are nice, like very nice, but they're not cedar. They smell like crap. <laughs> but uh, these are very pretty green, and I like to brag about my carpenter pencil sharpening skills, so I think I might sharpen them and then put something around them because I want to brag how good <laughs> I am at sharpening carpenter pencils. And I'm really bad at it, so I would like to see your technique. I'll send you one. <laughs> You can't copy my technique. It's a secret. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and seven's my lucky number, so I'm going to pick something else, probably something from my uh, a box of vintage, semi-vintage, I don't know, some like Faber-Castell Americans, like the ones I grew up on in the 80s. <laughs> but, uh, they're, they're pretty. I think I'm a little older than a lot of the folks that read this. Uh, so that, those are my picks, and hopefully I'll get them out this week if the, the children cooperate and they can go to the post office. Woohoo. Cool. Well, should we should we launch right into it? Sure. Um, how should we do this? Should we just kind of take go one by one, or do we want to um, do we want to do both of ours first? Like you know, both of Johnny's, both of Tim's, both of mine. Yeah, let's do it like that. Okay. Um, uh, Tim, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, okay. Nice. Well, did you just, did you just hear something? I did. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we can edit that out. Sorry. No, I, no. I, I, hey, I thought you know that was really good timing because I thought that was like a big some suspense music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm. Yeah, I think you should leave that in there. That was that was the start of a fantasy baseball draft. <laughs> uh, full disclosure: there, uh, this week comprises two of my favorite things in the world. Pencils and pencil day, and then opening day is tomorrow. So I have a fantasy baseball draft that just started. <laughs> did okay. you did you do it with Brad, or is this a different? Yeah, I started a league with Brad. So we have a pen and pencil people uh, fantasy baseball league that uh, we've got uh, me, Brad from Pen Addict. Uh, we've got uh, Brian from Office Supply Geek is huh. in on it. Uh, several readers, listeners, uh, and Alexander from Pencils dot com. Wow, joined yeah, us. I, know, I know he's he's big into baseball. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty, uh, pretty cool. So I'm excited for that. That's super cool. So, what's your team's name? Uh, this team is called the Trout. Oh, for that league, the Blackwing Sox. <laughs> so, so like the Black Sox. Yeah. Sox. Uh huh. But uh, but Alex Alexander wishes he he picked that. Yeah. When they when they said they were interested, I had to point out and say, you know, happy to have you, but sorry, I already got the Blackwing. Sox. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I should point out that Brad made his team name uh, Lead Poisoning. <laughs> and he said it. He, he said it barely beat out uh, Ink Rules, Graphite Drools. So. <laughs> lead, lead Poisoning is a little bit, uh, a little bit more. I don't know. It sounds a little better. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So cool. my winners. So the uh, first two winners. Uh, which will get the Tim's pack, which again includes a General Semihex, Musgrave Testing 100, a Tennessee pencil, uh, Stetler Wopex, General Cedar Point, Palomino Blackwing, and maybe some extras. Uh, goes to number 23, which is, uh, I believe, Young or uh, Jong. <laughs> Yay. Yay! Congratulations, you are our first winner of the uh, Erasable Podcast giveaway. Uh, so congratulations. And the second one goes to number two, which is Chase. So cool. Chase. Cool. Do you want to um, 
just read a couple of their uh, their uh, pencil puns? Yes, I would love to. So we'll start with, uh, I, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing this wrong, Jung or Young. Uh, we got Musgraves of Wrath, which, oh, gosh. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean, he couldn't have picked a better one uh, <laughs> as far as pandering to me goes. I'm such a big Stein, Steinbeck fan. So well done, sir. That, that was one of my favorites. Uh, Laputa, Faber Castell in the Sky which is apparently a reference to Laputa Castle in the Sky, which is a nice one. Uh, he went with Forest, Cho- <laughs> Forest Choice and just added an R, which is a reference to Forrest Gump. <laughs> this is a nice, nice done. And then he said, I'm also going to, he said, and bending the fair rules a little bit, but uh, all for one and one for rule. Oh, that's great. Is just wonderful. That's, that's a pretty, well that's done. A, that's a great one. Uh, and then Chase, uh, Chase was a it was a kind of a funny case because he he came on second and then immediately said a feral to arms <laughs> which was our episode title and he didn't realize that but then he came back and gave us another one and he uh, it said it's an uh, homage to the children's classic the little cow cedarwood the little engine that could mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah little cow cedarwood <laughs> so that was very very well done so uh, congratulations John. Young and Chase. Mm-hmm. Tim, do you want to go next, or uh, Johnny? Do you want to go next, or should I? Uh, doesn't matter to me. I can go next. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going. We have. Well, we put these through the random number generator. That's where we got them all. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned that, but uh, oh. I have number three because I mentioned that because this is in order. Number <laughs> three, Allie, who put uh, Edward Pencil Hands, which is awesome. <laughs> I love Tim Burton. Um, and. Number 17, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Roel, Roel, R-O-E-L, The Rough Riders by Teddy Roosevelt, which is also a good one. Um, once again, you're getting Staedtler Wopex, a Staedtler Norris, a Ripeds pencil, a Big Fat Dixon, a General's Layout, a Forest Choice Carpenter pencil, expertly sharpened by this guy right here, and something else. If we ever do an After Dark episode, I think that it, I think that it should be called a Big Fat Dixon. <laughs> Okay, sorry. <laughs> Bringing the class down a little bit over here. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Who was that? Was that was that Johnny? That was me. That was great. <laughs> I we got it. Was. We got it together, baby. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so my my two winners, um, and you get the Statler Full HB, the Chung Fa, uh, the Oban Protect Wildlife pencil, the City of Fort Wayne pencil, the Oxford Helix pencil, and the Palomino Blackwing Classic. Um, my uh, my first winner is uh, number thirty three, Richard H. Uh, it's a uh, his he uh, he posted a Seinfeld pun. Uh, about a, a podcast, uh, Seinfeld pun and title for a podcast about erasers. Uh, it's a just a show about rubbing, <laughs> you know, instead of a show about nothing. Um, he also wanted to thank us for posting a link to the Huckleberry Woodchuck site. Uh, he ordered one of his refurbished bullet pencils, which oh, is good. very cool. Um, okay. I'm, and, I'm, and, I need to get some of those. Yeah. Then I also have uh, Sebastian Morissette, who's number 35. Uh, he had gone with the Blackwing, which is pretty great. <laughs> so uh, Richard and Sebastian, uh, and Sebastian's the name of my cat, so that's that's great. <laughs> so um, we will send those out. Um, I will, um, um, I think I have the email address for everybody, because when you sign in to do that, and I'll, I'll send out um, to our bloggers who, you know, our host who chose you, I'll send your email address to them and they can get in contact with you with, uh, shipping information. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's the winners of the giveaway. Thank you everybody for participating. We had a really, really great, uh, turnout. And I think we had a lot of, um, uh, a lot of really, really great puns. I think, I think yeah. my, one of my favorites is Woodfellas. That was one of mine too. <laughs> that was that was pretty great. Uh, Twelve Angry Pins is another Johnny, another good one. Johnny Woodbury. Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> that was a really great one. Yeah, there were there were a bunch of really good ones in here. And the wood, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Uh, all the uh, all the pretty Palominos is a really good one. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was that was awesome. Yeah. Laddie Shack. Yeah. Another good one was fried green Murados. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Helvin <laughs> Kumar wrote a Faber Castell. Yeah, the yeah, other. That- the, it was a very different movie. Yeah. That was an all-star <laughs> yeah. right there. That was uh, 12 Years a Slave to those crappy foiled wrap pencils. Thing. <laughs> I appreciate that, Chad. That was, I feel like that was for me. We did have a Shakespeare reference with uh, 
to be or not to be, as in the number two yes. and the letter B. Which, to be which now to seems be. obvious, but I don't know why I've never thought of that. I thought, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty fantastic. And then, then Cedar House Rules was another really clever one, I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you everybody for participating. That just kind of proves that our listeners are the smartest listeners uh, of any podcast ever. And, Pride. Uh, Pride and pencil dust. I yes, yes, <laughs> yes. That indeed. was fantastic. That that needs to go below the tat- the skull and crossbones tattoo that we get. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes, I love it. All right, Earl's well, gone wild. <laughs> These are fantastic. Okay, good so, job. So we are we are just at an hour. Should we uh, should we wrap this up, guys? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we should we should foil wrap this up. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we shouldn't. No, we should not. <laughs> cool. Well, um, uh, Tim, do you want to tell everybody where we can all be found? Yeah, I would love to. So uh, I am Tim Wasson. I can be found on Twitter at Writing Arsenal. You can read my uh, pencil, pen, writing-related reviews and writings <laughs> at www.com thewritingarsenal.com and you can also follow me on Instagram at thewritingarsenal uh, Andy the proud owner of at woodclinch <laughs> on Twitter uh, so you can follow Andy at woodclinch on Twitter and read his writings at www.woodclinched.com uh, and Johnny Gamber the venerable Johnny Gamber can be read at www.pencilrevolution and you can follow him on Twitter at Pencilution P-E-N-C-I-L-U-T-I-O-N kind of a mashup of Pencil and Revolution <laughs> um, and I guess I didn't mention Instagram but Andy yours is is it A Wellfully on Instagram? Um, yeah I don't I mean feel free to check it out it's A Wellfully A-W-E-L-F as in Frank L-E I don't do a lot of pencil things on there but I I should I, 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 will, I will now I'll do more pencil stuff Okay. Well, yeah. so, sorry to corner you into. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> Take down all those naked pics now. So. <laughs> yeah. And Johnny, yours is a, is it just Johnny Gamber? Yeah. yeah. Very creative. Oh. Yes. Well done. Very easy to find. <laughs> all right. Well, we'd like to thank everybody for listening uh, to this special National Pencil Day edition of the Erasable Podcast. Uh, we are glad that you stopped by and listened, but please do not erase us from your podcast feed even though we are the erase podcast we thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you next week keep those pencils sharp <laughs>